Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to Sage Conversations, where we believe that life and even the challenges that come with it is the greatest teacher there is. I'm Ruana. I'm Mara. And I'm Michiko. Together, we try to uncover the wisdom behind these experiences, hopeful that these will serve as inspiration for us to achieve breakthroughs and elevate our lives. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sage Conversations. And for this episode, we are going to talk about something that's quite common, but with the help of Rowana, we're going to try to dissect, we're going to try to look into other ways that, you know, we can define this word that we hear a lot, which is uh, burnout. Okay, the word burnout. And yeah, we all have, like, we have this common perception, common knowledge, common notion of what burnout is. And it's become such, such a constant companion, like, I mean, let's be honest. Um, unfortunately, it has. Unfortunately, yeah. During this entire ordeal, which, you know, I mean, who's even counting? And we always find, like, a lot of articles online, right? About burning out and, like, how to how to deal with it, how to identify, like, what are the symptoms of uh, burnout? And, you know, sometimes it gets confusing also because... Mm-hmm you know, are we burnt out? And then there are other factors like this whole, you know, anxiety and like, you know, other mental health issues. And it's just so overwhelming, you know. And uh, yes, and then Ro and I today, we will be, you know, looking at burnout through a different lens. And um, she has shared with me some of the, some of the facts that she knows. And I was, uh, very much blown away so i'm very excited to have this episode and share it with you guys and yeah here we go i guess i want to start with a basic idea that it's it's human nature it's it's very normal for us as human beings to just push our bodies beyond its limits whether yeah. it's by multitasking you know we've confessed in a previous episode that both of us, we identify as multitaskers, multi-potentialites. Yeah. Another manifestation of, of us pushing our bodies beyond our limits is when we overthink. Yeah. It's a natural behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, and yeah, that's when, and that's when it gets, again, like what, like what I mentioned earlier, that's when, that's when it gets confusing because you know, we're all trying to find a word for like how we're feeling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, burnout, the word burnout seems to just be something very common, especially mm-hmm. with, you know, we were, again, we were talking about this earlier, like this whole ordeal, you know, it's still there. And yet, by ordeal, you mean let's be specific. It's a pandemic. Okay, fine. We're talking right. about the yes. pandemic. Because <laughs> I'm like, am I still going to say like the pandemic? I mean, ordeal but... could be anything. Right? Yeah, that's true. But yeah, let, I, okay, like let's be honest. Like, it's like the pandemic is still there. And you know, there are changes, there are variants, and all of these things. And it can get very tiring to just, mm-hmm. you know, go back and forth, mm-hmm. um, especially with like the changes in protocols. And then, 
you know, one day, like you can go out, the, you know, the next week or so, you're back home, working from home again. And then there's this whole thing about, oh, you know, people can travel again and start to reintegrate themselves into like society. And then when they go out there, it's like, I don't know how to operate. So I'm just like, and I've experienced this, like just going back out there and trying to reintegrate and socialize and all of these things. Mm-hmm. And then when I got back home, it was like, wait, why do I feel so tired is this anxiety is this burnout like i don't know anymore like i'm just so confused because right now the environment is pushing us to to put in the energy put in the time to to adjust as the world changes around us and and it causes exhaustion burnout basically is exhaustion make us feel exhausted physically emotionally and mentally yeah and this pandemic is hitting us in all those areas yeah, it really is. I want to acknowledge earlier that part where you brought up anxiety, your confusion between anxiety and burnout when actually mm-hmm. as I break down some of the points that I prepared for today's discussion, it'll be brought up that anxiety is actually a factor of burnout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not one or the other. You can have anxiety and have that as a cause of your burnout. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that later. Don't worry. Yeah. So I'll yeah. try to make you less confused by the end of this conversation. <laughs> I'll try my best. Yeah. Because yeah. like, you know, especially like, because since I work in the mindfulness business, you know, there's this whole, like, I have to consult people, like some kind of like with life coaching and everything. And, you know, sometimes I find myself looking for tangible data, mm-hmm. you know, something based on like science that can also help explain like why certain you know why my client feels a certain way so that there's this you know there like there's less pressure on like trying to correct or like seeing this burnout as like a defect you know because some people feel like oh yeah i'm burnt out and then you know they they go into this spiral of thinking that maybe i'm not enough you know self-worth things and then they just and then it just starts like spiraling down even more. So, yeah. And I'm excited to hear what you have to share, what you have to say, because especially like about burnout, giving us a different perspective, mm-hmm. you know, looking at it from like a different lens, just so to appease ourselves a bit about it, you know, be more. Is the word accepting? I'm not even sure. Mind yeah. if I just correct that burnout is not a defect, burnout is an outcome. Is when we drain ourselves of our energy, whether our physical energy or emotional energy and mental energy, because that's when we go beyond our either physical, mental, or emotional boundaries. So it's not a defect. It's not inherent. It's an outcome that is created when we push beyond those boundaries. But another thing that I wanted to point out is that every person has a different scale of limitation or, you know, the boundary that we were talking about. Every person Mm, has a different scale for that or a burnout level. But what contributes to burnout even further is when we try to compare ourselves to other people, you know, when we exert the same amount of energy on our work or on a project, some people have shorter fuses than others or burnout even quicker than others. And, And there's so many elements 
that create that outcome, which I can talk about in this conversation. And hopefully that can shed some light to help us understand burnout even more. Going back to what you said, like, because this goes just beyond physical, emotional, like mental. Again, like you, you mentioned that, yeah, okay, it's like exertion of like the energy from these aspects, but exhaustion. Or exertion. I mean, like exertion. Exertion. Okay. There you go. Exertion Sorry. of like these aspects, right? And, you know, sometimes it feels like, why does, like, why do I have to do all like the adjusting, right? Like, why do I feel like I'm always like the person who has to do something about it? So there must be factors out there that I can look into to explain this. Like, why why burnout is happening? To answer your question, of course, we're responsible for... (laughs) We're we're the only people responsible for ourselves, right? So, yes, we're the only people responsible in addressing our burnout. But the burden becomes lighter when you expand your understanding of what actually causes burnout. Mm -hmm. And I can go through a couple of factors. And the first of which is one of the people who I follow, like main source for this information, his name is Anthony William. He's amazing. He's a genius. And I love his teachings on health. He calls it the toxic heavy metal burnout. And that's when various Toxic heavy metals get deposited in the various regions of your brain and your liver. And why is this significant? Metals saturate our neurons. And when our neurons get saturated, neurotransmitters in our brain become weakened and get diminished. Mm. So electrical activity can be strained. So even with a little bit of effort or the energy that you put out there in in a physical activity or mental activity or in you having strong emotions, your fuse becomes shorter and it's a lot easier for you to get exhausted because of the burden that your brain and your liver, metals get deposited in your liver as well. That that burden that your physical body Mm. is feeling, that contributes to a faster timeline for your burnout and how do you get exposed to it or like how do you ingest it (laughs) it's funny before this episode i shared the story with you that i was recently just yesterday exposed to aluminum and and that's why i'm not feeling all that well today my body is really fighting that aluminum poisoning Yesterday, I was cooking something, but because I was multitasking, I burnt the food and the stainless steel pot that I was using, which was made of aluminum, got too hot that it started, there was smoke all around the kitchen and I was able to inhale that smoke from the pan. And so now my body is fighting that inflammation that aluminum is causing in my body. I feel like I'm at the cusp of getting a a fever because of that and I've I've experienced this before with the same pot <laughs> the same kind of situations <laughs> I don't know why I didn't learn my lesson um, but okay these heavy metals are all around so for example they're in they're in foil they're in aluminum in the paper that wraps your gum in the takeout containers aluminum takeout containers of your food you know when you order a sandwich it's often like wrapped in and foil when you bake something yeah. in the oven it's often covered with it aluminum like foil yeah 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 
Right. Tap water has so many traces of oh, all yeah. kinds of heavy metals, lead, arsenic, copper, aluminum, and well, authorities deem them as safe enough for consumption, but they don't factor in when what happens when these metals accumulate in our bodies over time because we're not just exposed to it in our tap water. We're exposed to it yeah. from the food that we eat. Drinking yeah. beverages from aluminum cans. Oh, Does your yeah. toothpaste have fluoride? Because that's a byproduct of aluminum. <laughs> ph ph pharmaceuticals, all of the prescription drugs that you get either over the counter as prescribed mm. by your doctor, oh, all yeah. of them contain heavy metals. Silver fillings. When you have silver fillings, they often contain mercury and they're very tricky to remove and, and it has to be removed carefully so that it doesn't seep into your body. They're everywhere. Yeah. And, 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 the and they often things. and the most mundane things. When you eat in yeah. a restaurant, everything yeah. in the restaurant has heavy metals. The way food is prepared in restaurants, they all contain heavy metals. I'm not here to scare you because by themselves, Again, authorities yeah. deem them as safe enough for consumption, but if we're constantly consuming con consuming them. Yeah. And the key is if we're not able to expel or detox them from our system due to the quality of our diet and lifestyle, then they yeah. accumulate over time. And yeah. that's when these metals wreak havoc in your system and it makes you get exhausted much faster. And that yeah. leads to quicker burnouts. Yeah. Yeah. Because like factor those in, like everyday mm -hmm. things, plus like work stress, pandemic yeah. stress. It's just a yes. lot. Hey there, this is Mish. And I'm inviting you to listen to season four of Mish Conceptions. We're back with more topics to guide you through adulting, push you towards building a successful career, or help you towards self-improvement. A lot of our experiences in our lives are brought by malingakala or unmanaged expectation. This podcast aims to debunk those misconceptions and help you grow into a better version of yourself. You'll be able to listen to the new episodes every Monday morning to give you the energy boost that you need to start your week. See you there! I'm sharing that just so we know. That yeah. it's not just us pushing ourselves beyond our physical, mental, and emotional yeah. limitations. There are also yeah. other things that contribute to burnout. Yeah. And by becoming aware of these, we can do something about them. And yeah. there are definitely ways that you can address your toxic heavy metal exposure. There are detoxes that you could use, different foods that you can eat, but I'm not going to cover them. <laughs> Otherwise, the conversation is going to be so long. Right? <laughs> but there, that's one example. Toxic heavy metal burnout. Toxic heavy metal burnout. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a <laughs> it sounds like a rock band's name, but yeah. No, but thank you for that. Like when you shared that with me earlier, I was telling Ro that I was looking around my house, like my room, and just figuring out how I can make my space safer in a way. Because again, like with this discussion about burning out, because when people say burnout, they just you, you know, we immediately think, or like a lot of people think, a lot of us think that, okay, maybe I'll just slow down. I'll just slow down and like maybe pace myself better and all of that. But having that knowledge about, you know, toxic heavy metal being the cause of like a, like a burnout like that, that contributes to the burnout, it kind of like eases up on the pressure, you know, like 
I don't know, maybe that's just me. It's not that I'm well, blaming that, you know, but at least you know it, yes. it gives you this whole, okay, like, there's something about it I can address, at least, like, on that <laughs> aspect, right? Like, because, like... And that's exactly the thesis that <laughs> I was planning on going through all of these points before sharing that yeah. thesis, which I also shared with you prior to this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so to ease the blame that we give ourselves, because there's more to burnout than what we know. Yeah, yeah, because um, because I actually have like, like I know people who are you know saying that, you know I've been mindful about things like there's this self awareness and like I know when I'm about to get burnt out and all of that, but how come it still happens? You know, and then mm-hmm. is it because I'm doing mindfulness wrong or like I have to change again like how yeah. I approach mindfulness? But like, <laughs> and and they often just go around in circles trying different things yet to unsuccessful results yeah yeah so having that like it because it's something very tangible mm-hmm. it's something very tangible yeah. like, I'll, I'll mention the next so the next okay. one is called the viral burnout and it's caused by viral infections in our body i'm not talking about mm-hmm. the coronavirus but over the past decades, scientists have discovered so many varieties of other less harmful viruses that are in a lot of our bodies, unfortunately, because they're also just like these heavy metals, they're also all around us. Mm. But we've already built immunity to these viruses that we're able to live with them. And I'm talking about yeah. over 60 varieties of EBV, which is the Epstein-Barr virus, or the different varieties of shingles or the cytomegalovirus. And I'm not going to get into the details of that, but mm. just so you know that they're there. Yeah. We don't notice how these viruses are affecting us when in fact, they're also some of the causes of a lot of chronic diseases and illnesses. And also a factor to quicker burnout Mm. because these viruses hide deep in our liver and and these viruses create neurotoxins that seep into our bloodstream and cause inflammation. We always talk Mm. about, well, not us yet in the podcast, but social media, if you just Google it, a lot of science is already leading discussions towards a gut and mind connection, the mind and body connection. Yeah. Yeah, because when these viruses create these neurotoxin waste that seep into our bloodstream, it reaches our brain. So again, the same effect as how heavy metals affect neural activity, viruses do the same. It's harder for a person to complete a task in a time frame. another person can do the same if they have a heavier viral load or if they have a heavier metal toxicity load. Yeah. Oh. And there's also something you can do about that. You can go to a doctor, try to identify like yeah. what virus, but that's not the topic of the discussion, but just so you're aware yeah. that these things also cause yeah. burnout. And, and yeah, that's an option. Like actually going to a specialist, like mm-hmm. a, a doctor who can look into like, I don't know, your allergies or whatever. Or, or just trying to illness. flush them out through food, healthier food. food. Because eating healthy food is not just about like looking good, losing weight, but understanding that it also affects your brain, especially if that's what you chronically have. If you're chronically burnt out and you don't know why, what what would be causing it, then maybe the answer is for you to just eat well, eat more vegetables, specific vegetables that can flush out and detoxify these viruses and metals out of our system. Which can be hard though sometimes, I must admit, especially like... 
<laughs> like right now. That's the thing. If you have a stronger, more specific and more focused reason, it becomes easier. Yeah. Like once you become yeah, aware yes. of how things work in our bodies and, and yeah. you have a stronger reason to make these changes, like then make an effort. Yeah. To there. Yeah. Maybe this is the type of information that you need to take that step. Yeah. Maybe. So, yeah. Because it can get <laughs> exhausting sometimes, I guess. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, because we always feel like we're in that constant state of like burnout. Because it's just mm. that it's not even like it doesn't even feel quote unquote special anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, another day, another burnt out feeling, you know. And it's mm-hmm. like, which is, we don't deserve that, you know. No, we don't. Not at all. Not at all. So, how many points do you have? I want to know, like, how many? I have two have? more. But okay, for the okay. third one, I'm going to just go through it very quickly. I'll just mention mm-hmm. it chronic illnesses and chronic symptoms. Again, this is also a point provided by Anthony William. Just by the name itself, it's self explanatory. If we're constantly ill, if we're chronically ill, if, if we have all the different kinds of chronic illnesses, if we experience them, then it's much easier for us to get burnt out. Yeah. It's much easier for us to feel exhausted by a little activity. Yeah. And I'll end yeah. that point with I, that so that we I, can move on to the next. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that. Yes. Yeah, that's right? true. Right. Yeah, because it's a lot easier for us to notice it. So just by explaining it, done. I don't have to expound further. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then the... The, fo- uh, the next one, the fourth, the fourth yeah. is emotional burnout. Ah, yes. And this is what I was talking about that's related to anxiety. When someone is emotionally injured and, mm-hmm. you know, all the diagnosis made connected to our emotions or even mental. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can call this emotional and mental burnout yeah. because it's... They integrate. They intertwine. That's because, the thing. Yeah. This one also goes hand in hand with PTSD and OCD Mm. and what other like disorders people are diagnosed with. Because when you have an emotional or mental injury, when you're feeling depressed, when you're obsessively thinking about certain behaviors, be mindful of behaviors, these can very much quickly get you to burn out. Yeah. And even like, uh, and, you know, with, with all of these things also, there's that, of course, you brought up anxiety and, you know, just this whole, like, and I mentioned this to you earlier about, like, attaching ourselves to certain outcomes, to certain expectations, or, and that can cause us to push, to really, really push ourselves, like, to the brink, and, um, mm. and that causes, like, a burnout, and then mm. you factor in, like, all the other things that you've mentioned. It's, oh, well, I have two just more points. Oh, okay. Game. But those are the main ones. So those yeah. four. And my next point is multiple factors. When you're experiencing multiple factors, when you're chronically ill, and then you have a viral infection, and then you have <laughs> heavy metal toxicity, and you're also emotionally injured, that's when... That's just... That's a lot. That's a take on. It's a lot to take on. But yeah. then that contributes to quicker burnout. I'm just yeah. making a point here. I'm not saying yeah. that it's either one or four, all or nothing. You yeah. can have like one or two or three or four. Yeah. Because we all have different experiences, different environments. So all of these could be happening at the same time. And, and yeah. you just have to become aware simultaneously. Exactly. 
And the final point is what you were talking about when you're talking about expectations. Yeah. Because this is the burnout that we all know. When we put in too many hours going beyond our boundaries, but we can break it down into two. It's like one is when we know where our boundaries are, but we don't respect them. We choose not to respect them, either not knowing where they are or knowing where they are, but choosing not to respect them because we're driven by some goal that we want to achieve or we have a strong driver that's pushing us and motivating us to to push ourselves beyond our limits and that's normal it's human nature for us to do that but there's also another side where people don't have a choice they know where their boundaries are but they don't have a choice because for survival they need to do this job they need to accomplish whatever their boss tells them because at the end of the day they need to feed their family that's true. That's true. But at least like knowing all of these things. Because yeah, there are factors that we can't, like we can't just turn a blind eye, you know. We can't mm-hmm. just turn away from these things also. But at least knowing that, you know, maybe like on that note of just, let's say, with like boundaries and all of that, if there's one aspect of my life that I know I can't really, like there will be times that I will be overstepping. But at least in the other aspects of my life, there's something that I can do about it. You know, I can do, there's something I can do about those other aspects. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, it's just um, like these points that you brought up made me realize like how much weight I put on myself when it comes to like burnout. Because I always thought, here's the thing, like I always thought that because I have like chronic migraines, I have allergies and all that. And I always thought that like I didn't see them as like contributing factors to the burnout. It's more of like I'm burnt out and now I feel like this. Like it's always like and you shouldn't have been burnt out. You know, like there was that self-scolding that mm-hmm. you were burnt out and that's why you have this chronic migraine. That's how you have all of these things. Da, 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 da. It can happen, of course. Mm-hmm. It can happen. Like the, like inversely. But There's also this whole thing that, you know what? Because even on days when I don't feel like I'm burnt out, I don't feel tired. But, like, I just don't feel capable of doing anything. I think partly it's also because of how we associate burnout with our work. Yeah. And solely with work. And not acknowledging that it could be sourced from everything else. Yeah. Yeah. No, from all the other aspects of our lives, which makes sense. I can see why the association is there. Majority of our days are, for most people, reserved for work. Yeah. Yeah. And it's harder now because a lot of us are working from home. So there's this like, okay, like, ah, it's just... just And and that association made you think of it in the inverse kind of way where the factors that contributed to your burnout Were in your mind the effects of your work burnout. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever felt like you needed to take your life to the next level? If yes, then go ahead and check out my podcast called Small Talk with Alec Cuenca. Allow me to share with you wisdom by ancient philosophers and modern thinkers partnered with practical science-driven advice. All of that and more only here on Podcast Network Asia.
So mm-hmm. now this is just like, oh, okay, good. Because I've been addressing those chronic illnesses that I've discovered along the way. And that's the thing, because um, cause I feel like I'm not the only one who discovered a lot of things like in the body during this entire pandemic. Like I feel like a lot of people developed something, and you know, and that's why it's so easy to associate mm, it course. with. Um, it's so easy to associate it with just being burnt out, but it's that. So it's easy to associate it with that, with burnout. But at least there's this whole okay, I'm addressing it. At least I'm doing my part on that, like on those um those aspects, those points that you brought up. Hmm. I like, think that's also why we're talking about this in our podcast because. Part of what we're trying to do is help people feel more empowered, right? Yeah. And by giving them a different way of understanding burnout and what causes it, kind of gives them more power to do something about it. So you're not a victim to when you have these burnout experiences. You don't just get to blame yourself all the time because truth be told when i started googling searching online stuff about burnout Mm. there's this major website it's called a guide to burnout and it outlines the 12 stages of burnout and all the 12 were all internal it puts the blame onto that person excessive driver ambition pushing yourself to work harder neglecting personal care and needs you know it's like it's because you did this to yourself yeah it's like you're either like, too much or too little. Like Wow. And th- these are 12. Imagine <laughs> the pressure that someone might feel reading this because I'm not doing enough or I'm doing a lot more than I should. And that's too much. So understanding that there are also other factors, more concrete that we can do something about just by eating healthier or just being aware of, of what we expose ourselves to on a day-to-day basis. I think it's empowering. Yeah, it is. And it made me, like, during the course of this conversation, there's this whole, like, I was imagining myself, like, patted on the back, giving myself Aww. a pat on the back that, hey, you know what? Because I'm used to addressing things, like, the mindful way, you know, going, because that's, that's, like, the feel that, you know, like I draw cards or all of that. Like, oh, I listen to the messages, etc. But there has to be a way where I can do things on like a more, I guess, quote unquote, surface level, like on a physical level, you know, without having to, you know, draw cards every time or whatever, you know, practical ways, basically. Because if some of us keep on focusing on like mindfulness, like how do you lessen your drive, like your sense of ambition and all of that, that's going to be hard. <laughs> like, like how do you even like quantify that? And then at least with something like this, knowing things around you and how you can adjust, right? It feels more tangible. It feels yes. like. And you know what? I just had a sort of thought because one of the things that I wrote down as well Going back to the very, very, very first point that I mentioned that it's human nature for us to push our bodies beyond its limits. And especially when we're young, when we're kids, when we're teens, young adults, like I had this mentality when I was in college that it's like I was superwoman. I could do anything. You were doing a lot. (laughs) I was doing a lot. lot. But like I could do anything and yet I, I still maintain my physique. You know, even though I ate all the junk food, I exercised so much. We trained together as part yeah. of um, 
a dance company, we would trade for hours. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's like we had so much energy. Yeah, we had and, school. Like, well, we had only- and, and as we grow older, that's when we get burnt out more easily. And it's not just because of aging. Yeah. And it's not just because as we age, experience teaches us to pursue balance. That's when we teach ourselves to back off, to manage yeah. our, our output, our energy output. Because if we're not careful, then we're going to feel exhausted. But yeah. part of the aging process also is us accumulating the viral load, the yep. toxic, yep. heavy metal yep. load that we talked about, all of the emotional baggage that Piling we up. carry. <laughs> just, they just pile and pile and yeah. pile up as we grow. Yeah, That's why media so guilty on this you know oftentimes comparisons are done like this person at 50 versus this person at 50 and yeah, they look yeah, so yeah. different it's not just the genes genes is only 20 percent of the equation yeah but but one thing that i'm very fascinated about is epigenetics which is about how we have the power to transform and manipulate how our genes are expressed by changing our behavior our habits and environment So we're not stuck with the genes that we're born with, at least in how they are expressed. So imagine by knowing this, by knowing all of these things thus far, just feel how empowering that is. So if you don't want to age, if you want to feel like superwoman again, superhuman again, or invincible, there are things you can do. To maybe adjust the viral load that you have in your body, the chronic illnesses, chronic symptoms, toxic heavy metals that might be accumulating in your body. Yeah. And you know, it's also, I, I just remembered like this point that one of my mentors told me also during uh like during my yoga therapy classes. Like that we always have to remember also that yes, like it's a new like Again, like what you said, it's in like it's human nature for us to strive. But it's and then it's also like the body, like the physical body's natural response to give comfort. And that's why and yeah, just connecting that with what you said, like as we get older, we recognize that. We recognize that we do want comfort as well. And then we strive for that balance. We look for that balance. And because we are all different, you know, mm-hmm. there's no like, there's no like just five, like a five step guide to like beating yeah. burnout. We all want different things. So yeah. even though the information is there for, you know, this is already touching on anti aging, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want like pristine health and all that, the information is there. You can take action. But is it what you want? Is it the picture of health that you want for yourself? You know, we have relative ideas of how we envision our future selves and where we want to take our lives. So it's it's all fascinating. The information is there. And it's just so empowering that you can play around with all these things that we can know about to, to direct, to change, mm. to create the lives that we want for ourselves. You know, just uh, at least from... Again, from what I've learned, what I'm taking away from all of this is that, you know, we can, like, just because, you know, we are, like, responsible for ourselves, there's a big difference between being responsible for yourself and taking the blame, especially, like, with burnout. 
but knowing all these things gives you a look into what you're also really feeling like you get to be more honest with yourself also not just emotionally but also with how your physical body feels like so it becomes like a new way to communicate with your physical body to have that you know mind body connection have a different Mm -hmm. have a new perspective on this mm. mind and body connection, yes. you know, outside of the... And like, not just the physical body, but yeah. also your mental state, yeah. your emotional state. Yeah. And again, taking away also the fact that, wow, like I can actually do something about it. We can all actually do something We can about all it. do something about it. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Sage Conversations. If you found some value from our content, share your thoughts with us on Instagram and Facebook and tag us at Sage Conversations Podcast. Please subscribe and share this podcast with people you know and love. Every bit will help us grow our circle. Once again, thank you so much. We love you. And until the next episode, trust your power and light within. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.